Hey, everyone. This is Dr. Jackie. This is my first solo episode on this here Black Social Capital podcast. Dr. Theo and I are doing things a bit differently this season. So first, we are giving you video episodes. Uh, We are also going to be doing episodes both separately and together. So uh, you'll see us together sometimes, and sometimes you'll get just me. Sometimes you'll get him and a group of folks. You'll see how it goes when he does his. But yeah, so we're doing things a bit differently. And we're also going to be putting out episodes the first Monday of every month. So look out for that. You can follow us on YouTube, like, subscribe, all of that. Get the notifications. So yeah. So for those of you who are listening for the first time to our podcast, welcome. Uh, And know that the Black Social Capital Podcast is an arena for us Black folks to share experiences and our expertises uh, with our people so that um, people can navigate grad school, undergrad, entry-level positions, mid-level careers, and all of that um, while they're also trying to live their best lives. So you probably already saw this in the description or the title, but today I am going to talk about long-term stock investing and not so much like how to do it and like how to read the numbers and all of that. I'm not going to get into that, but kind of just how to get yourself set up um, on how to approach something like long-term stock investing. So first, I'm going to start by telling you my own uh, stock investing journey, and then I am going to go over a few things that you should know if you are interested in getting into the stock game or something like it. So to start with me, like my educational journey was in like education and counseling and city and regional planning and psychology. I don't have a background that would, you know, entail me learning anything about stocks, learning anything about investing for the most part. So uh, I definitely am coming at this um, subject from a place of someone who was interested in it and got started like an average Joe from square one and had to really just start from scratch. So uh, I'll eventually do an episode about wealth building as a first-generation college student or a first-generation college alumni, Uh, and I'll talk about how your your investing portfolio really starts when you are... um, when you're, you know, getting your first job and you get that 401k or 403b for those of us who are in higher education or just education in general. Uh, I'll talk about that. But I think for today's purposes, I would say like my stock investing journey actually really started when I started playing cash flow. It's a game, a board game, kind of like Monopoly game of life, like kind of in that realm. So I started playing this game called cash flow. Uh, with my friends. And you basically spend time in that game trying to figure out how to uh, invest your money, how to pay stuff off, if that's part of your strategy that makes sense for that particular um, round of the game. And you're trying to get out of the rat race, which means making enough passive income to quit your full-time job. 
And then from there, you're like a super investor and you try to get, um, you try to win the game by doing X, Y, and Z. So we started playing this game and we loved it. We were having a ball. And eventually we wanted to start um, investing for real. And that's where um, an organization called Better Investing came into play. Someone told us about it and we started figuring out how to create a stock investing club. We uh, manage a portfolio together. Uh, and eventually... Um, from that experience, I started my own portfolio once I felt confident in my abilities and also once I had a little bit more money because, you know, a girl works in education. I didn't have all the money to begin with when I was starting. But we uh, started uh, the Stock Investing Club in 2016. So we've been at it for a little over six years now and things are going really well with that. I would say another really important part of my stock investing journey uh, was reading books, uh, just in general, to make sure that stocks were, one, a really good idea for me, but also, two, um, to just really wrap my mind around investing and what it meant to build wealth and what it meant to even retire as a millennial, because what it means for us, you know, born um, millennials and gen... Um, Zers, right? Like it, what it means for us to retire is not what it meant me, means or meant for those still working from other generation, other generations who are still, you know, either working or retired. Like it, it really, it really varies. So, anyways, um, read a ton of books, um, and I'll talk about those books specifically uh, in that other episode as well. And then, uh, like I mentioned before, I did start my own stock portfolio, and that was super helpful when I um, purchased my own home because I had to cash in on some things. That was not the plan, but it's fine. You invest, so it's there when you need it sometimes, even if you plan for it to be a long-term deal. And it's not, but it's fine. It was there when I needed it. So that's basically where I'm coming from. It's something that I've been learning uh, over the last six years, uh, doing a lot of education still around just investing in general, wealth building in general. But stocks is where I really started in terms of studying something, right? And I want to talk about the steps to take if you're interested in starting stock investing or refining a stock investing um, strategy for yourself. So I have three things that I really want to share. The first is like, take credit for what you already know and do it without being overconfident. So a lot of people are familiar already with David Ramsey's steps to financial freedom, and maybe they've done some self-education through reading or watching videos, or maybe they've already bought stocks, right? Like people have already dabbled in this world in one way or another. So you don't have to approach it like a blank slate if you're not truly a blank slate. That probably won't help you in the long run. But at the same time, once you're like, okay, well, I know about this much, right? You want to be honest about what you do actually know um, from having, you know, done those activities and then be extra honest about what you need to learn more of to get to where you're trying to be, right? 
So maybe I understood that I needed to have stocks in different industries and that was something I was good at doing. But, you know, I was good at identifying different industries for my um, portfolio, you know, so I could have stocks in different places. But then by the time I, you know, was selecting these stocks, I was not necessarily taking the time or putting my time into having the expertise to be able to um, have the expertise to be able to uh, know what I was looking at. Like, how do you know you have a good stock or not? How do you know that the amount of time that you want to be invested in the stock is how long you actually like should be invested in that particular stock? How do you know how long you even want to be invested in a particular stock? Like there are ways to have strategies around all of those things. And if you can't answer those questions, you want to be really honest about what you know and be honest about um, what you don't know yet. So once you have taken stock, uh, you want to apply the best way that you learn. So um when you approach any type of investing, it's typically not thinking about it in the way like in in terms of like uh, trying to learn something really straightforward, like riding a bike or baking a cake, right? Like with stock investing, you're trying to learn something that's really complex, um, typically. Um, and it doesn't usually have an obvious inv- indicator of success um, because you might be able to make more money, but how do you know if you could have made even more? Like, how do you know like what your goal is supposed to be? So I would, um, when I sat down and really tried to think about how to explain this, I think a good analogy is that stock investing is more akin to learning how we learn adulting. So one of the hardest things about adulting um, is learning things that we didn't know that we ever would even need to know. And then once you figure out you need to know the things, you have this added layer of complexity where you're trying to build a strategy to get the thing done. So, for example, like those of us who have the experience of being grown and on our own for the first time, you go to college and you want to pay your bills, right? And you want to buy outfits so you can go places and be like cute in front of your friends and all of that. So you're trying to get like both needs and wants met, but you got to one, like you got to figure out like how you're going to make this money. Then you got to figure out what bills to pay, when to pay those bills so your services don't get cut off because how many people have had their phones cut off in college because uh, you just forget to pay the bill. You were working on midterms or something, right? Um, Or you didn't figure out how to make all the monies. Uh, And then you have to figure out how much to send the people and how to send it and all of that. Um, And then on top of that, you have to balance like your needs and your wants. Like that is an interesting time of our lives and it like really sets the foundation. And I mean, we'll talk about in um, my other episode when we talk about wealth building, how there are a lot of questions you got to answer like about your family. And I'm not going to go too far on an aside about that, but that's a really interesting time, a really good developmental time to think about. So in this example, I, I think like really what it, 
the way that it is um, a good analogy for stock investing is that if you don't pay attention to details or if you don't have discipline, you're going to learn lessons the hard way. Uh, and in the stock market, you know, when you're trying to figure out investing, if you miss some details about a stock, you can miss out on money. Uh, you could make a mistake and invest in something you really wouldn't have otherwise invested in if you had followed, had um, caught the detail. And then you also, um, if you don't have the discipline to stay the course when things get hard, uh, you might pull out of the stock market too early and miss out on money or lose money or whatever the case may be. Definitely have had that experience before. I talked about that in the episode. It was right after I um, sold the stock that I was not supposed to sell based on my strategy. And that stock went up seven times more than what I had um, invested for it, invested um, to get it and Oh, my feelings were hurt for a long time. It still kind of hurts a little bit, but it's okay. So I say all of that to say, like, do like truly think about when you're learning something complex, like what is the way that you need to go about it, right? It, it of course, is going to take more time. If you're trying to do something like bake a cake, um, then you're probably just going to look up a recipe and try it a couple times. With investing, it's really multifaceted. So you have to think about how much time and energy and all of that you can put into it. Okay. So number three, um, now you've been honest with yourself about where you are and you have put some thought into how you learn things that are complex and require some strategy. So you're ready to put yourself in a position to learn, but Learn what? And there are a lot of options. Um, so while I am most interested in long-term investing right now, there's so many other ways that you can get into the stock market and get into investing in general. So um, some questions you want to ask yourself is, should you learn to invest in solo stocks, which is what I like to do? I find individual companies and I invest in those companies by buying their stocks. Or you can buy something like EFTs or mutual funds and get a group of stocks all at once. And there are different ways for going about those strategies. And then there's options where I keep looking this up. And the best way I can explain it is it's like betting on whether a stock is going to do well or not on the market. And if you say that it's not going to do well and it doesn't, you can get money. And if you say it is going to do well and it does, you can get money. And, you know, of course, if you say one thing and the other happens, you don't get money. It's kind of like going to Vegas and I don't know, maybe like playing roulette or something. It's very interesting. Um, so that's something that I definitely need to research a little bit more. But I think that's a fair way um, to understand it because uh, I keep reading about it and that's kind of where I keep ending up. And then there are a ton of other products. So other questions you want to ask yourself um, is, uh, should you pay someone to invest for you or should you do it yourself? And there are, um, there are pluses and minuses to that. If you are doing it yourself, you got to learn all the things. Um, and that should not necessarily scare you, but it should... Um, let you know how much time it's going to take for you to be able uh, to get your stock 
investing strategy up off the ground. If you pay somebody to do it, then that's more like, um, you know, somebody else has the expertise. And one, you got to make sure there's someone you trust. And there's some trustworthy people out there and there's some not trustworthy people out there. Um, And then two, you got to share some of your profits with that person because they're doing all the work, right? So uh, if you want all the money, you got to learn how to do it yourself. You just got to put the time in. And if you don't mind sharing the money and you find someone good, then maybe you um, uh, pay someone to help you invest. And then other questions are like, do you want to be a long-term investor or do something like day trading? So I'm a long-term investor. I like to analyze a stock. And when I analyze a stock and decide that I'm going, you know, invest in that company, I'm in it for five years unless I have a very good reason to jump ship. Like either the company's not doing well or something happens like you need to buy a house and you need the money for your closing costs. So you just sell the stocks and you move on. Um, Not the plan, but that's how it worked. So that's what long term investors do. We typically try to keep the stock for a few, like at least a good amount of years. And sometimes long term investors will just, you know, keep those stocks forever and we we had a stocks like all the way through into retirement and beyond. Then there's day traders and day traders might have a stock for only a few hours. They might have a stock for um, a couple days. Right. But they're not really trying to like purchase a stock and see the money like double and triple. I mean, that's great if it does. But a lot of times people who are day traders and this isn't universal because some people do day trade to try to double their money. Right. But um, that's a strategy that I think is more typically associated with long term investing Uh, with day trading. uh, Typically, people are taking a large amount of money, investing it in something and something that isn't really usually super costly. Um, So it might be like penny stocks. And then when that that penny stock that they've invested in goes up a few cents. They've invested so much money that those few cents really add up. And then they take their money out and they keep doing it and they just make money and money and money. And you can make hundreds of thousands in a day if you really know what you're doing. Um, So I just asked a lot of questions um, and there's really no one right way for everyone to go about this. And there's not even a singular right way for um, like one person to go about it. So you want to ask yourself uh, all of those questions and figure out what your strategy is. Uh, I would say my best advice um, is to take your time and uh, answer those questions all the way from the like being honest with yourself about what you know to um to figuring out your strategy. Take your time with it. And then when you're ready, like for real, dive in and just get it done. Uh, And then I know this is a little um, late, but disclaimer time. So two disclaimers. One, I'm providing this information uh, because I like to tell people things that I've learned um, that they may not know. Um, And since um, investing always involves risk. If you try something out and you lose money, don't come after me. Make sure that um, 
you use this information and any other like person on the internet, right? Trying to give you information about how to go about like investing or wealth building or any of that. Like just use the information for information purposes, for educational purposes. Uh, I'm not trying to steer you in a particular direction. I am sharing that I like things like long-term investing, but that may not be right for you. And just be sure that um, when you make a decision on what your strategy is going to be and what stocks you're going to um invest in and what stock products you're going to invest in, like make sure that you research those things and make sure that the way that you understand them when I explain them is actually what they are. Uh, Because sometimes I can say something one way and you can define it another way um, when you read it on, I don't know, like Investopedia or something. Um, And then also, this might also be a little bit late, but I want to define what a stock is, actually, because a lot of people will listen um, to things and jump on bandwagons about what like what stock product or uh, investing strategy is hot at the time. But a stock is a really specific thing, and it's essentially like an agreement between you and the company or companies that you are um, investing in, um, depending on which stock product you're buying. And I'll come back to that. But it's like a little piece of ownership in a company. So companies sell these little pieces of ownership because they want to take your money and spend it on their company. Um, And they want to do things like hire more people or they might want to um, buy resources and materials so that they can get ready to launch a new product. So whatever it is, they're trying to invest in their company, but they don't want to use their own money or maybe they don't have all the money. uh, And essentially, they just want to borrow somebody else's money uh, so that they can make their company stronger. And in return for you letting them hold your money and invest um, in themselves with it, you will hopefully get more money back than you let them use. So it's kind of like the, for those of us who watch, oh, I think it's Popeye. Um, There's a character, I think his name was Wimpy. And he was like, I will kindly give you $2 tomorrow or on Tuesday if you give me a hamburger today. And That's essentially what it is. But if you know what you're doing, then you can, you know, figure out if you're actually going to get that two dollars on Tuesday as opposed to uh, less money or the same amount of money by the time you're trying to take the money out. Mm, I think in terms of definitions, I covered everything. So I think that's really it. So I, I wanted to wrap up and say that. In reality, while I'm talking about stock investing in particular, you are probably going to need a combination of strategies to reach your investing goals um, when you do get going. So uh, I, I shared a little bit earlier when it came to stock investing. I started with group investing because I didn't have the education. I didn't have the skills to do it myself. And then when I felt confident in my skills and that I knew the things and I also was making a little bit more money um, and could afford to actually put money into the stock market. Uh, I started my own portfolio and you can, 
you can baby step it. It's cool. You just, you need to be consistent about it though. Um, and finally, I just want to mention that I do, um, have a workshop available for long-term stock investing. So uh, this workshop in particular sets you up to do investing either by yourself um, as a solo investor or with a group um, in something like a stock club. Uh, so it's really valuable uh, in that sense. So if you decide that long-term investing um, or long-term stock investing is specifically a good strategy for you, then consider the workshop. If you decide to go another way, all good. Best of luck. I'm sure you'll make gobs and gobs of money, but that is basically it. So um, look on our website, stay motivated and rise together slash shop um, or go to stay motivated and rise together and click on the merch. And in the spring, because uh, I think I'm going to offer this again, I offered it earlier last spring, um, but uh, I, I'll offer it again in the spring. It's about mm, like maybe eight weeks. Um, so I'll offer it again in spring 2023. And uh, I'm probably only going to do it once. And I like to do really small classes. So please keep that in mind. So if you see it and you're interested, hop in there um, because I'm probably not going to do it a whole bunch of times. It's a lot of information, but it is good. And I love the class. But yeah, probably just one time. So yeah, that's it. I think that's basically it. I hope y'all uh, learned something new. Uh, and if you... Uh, Follow us on social media. Hopefully you do. Or uh, if you have not followed us yet, go ahead and follow us now. And yeah, I think that's basically it. Connect with me that way and have a good rest of y'all's day. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Remember, the way we build social capital is to build self and build others. Be sure you got some notes on your tablet, computer, or even using a pen and paper. Leave us a review. Continue the conversation on social media at Black Social Cap and share the show with someone you know. Until the next episode, stay motivated, rise together.